You are listening to episode 188 of This is Type 1. Today we're going into the idea that easy creates hard, and hard creates easy. There's this cycle that I've heard in multiple places, and I can't, I have no idea who the original, like the original author of it is, but it goes like this. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. I think this applies to what I'm going to talk about next, which is this easy creates hard and hard creates easy. Because like it says, when hard times create strong men, those strong men create good times. But they had to go through that difficult period in order to make it easy for the rest of us. I first saw this idea that easy creates hard and hard creates easy at the Life Coach School Mastermind in April of 2022. And it was during business coach Dave Moreno's talk. And that was one of many of the things that got me into his world. And now I work with him in his Next Level Academy. I've been in a mentorship with him. I'm probably going to start working with him one-on-one. And like all of his stuff has been so impactful. But this one idea that doing easy things creates hard experiences, that really stuck. At the Mastermind presentation, he put up a bunch of slides. And those slides said these things. When we do easy things, life gets hard. When we do hard things, life gets easy. When we do easy things, money gets hard. When we do hard things, money gets easy. When we do easy things, goals get hard. When we do hard things, goals get easy. When we do easy things, and this is my addition here, when we do easy things, Type 1 diabetes gets hard. When we do hard things, dare I say that type 1 diabetes gets easier, if not easy. So Jesse, I would love to hear your thoughts on this concept. I actually really understand, I feel like I understand it pretty well, seeing that like, when we talk about habits too, it eventually becomes easier. And so... I feel like it's like over time, things just become easier and easier to do. So I think that's kind of where this is coming from a little bit too, of like, if you build that habit or that foundation, it just becomes easier to do what you're wanting to do or wanting to implement. Yeah. I mean, it's it's easy to sit on the couch and eat potato chips and give a bunch of insulin for it. It's hard to eat healthy, to go on a run, to manage your life in other ways so that you actually don't end up having to use a lot of insulin. So it's harder to do the thing that's actually better for you. And I think that just ties back to like the idea of entropy and things just tend towards chaos. And if we don't do the hard things of keeping our lives not chaotic, then it's going to become hard later on. And I think that's not where we want to be with type 1 diabetes. A good thought that I had about this or a good thing that I can relate this to is the idea that your closet or your room, the state of how messy or clean it is reflects the state of being of your brain of like, if it's really messy, really out of control, then your brain also is like that because it's the reflection of your internal experience to your external surroundings. And so if you clean up your closet, like actually physically clean it, your thoughts also become clearer, cleaner, and more concise to where you're able to 
see that, visualize it, and literally it triggers your brain into categorizing and cleaning it. And I think, I mean, Gretchen Rubin has a book called Outer Order, Inner Calm. And I think just the process of cleaning out the closet, it calms your brain because you're no longer thinking about how messy the closet is. This happened to me. I just got so tired of my office closet being a disaster. And so I just took two hours and I cleaned it. And then I felt better because now I'm not having to dread opening the closet whenever I have to open it and see the huge mess inside. So I did the hard thing of cleaning the closet. Now things are easy. So how can you do the hard things now with type 1 diabetes to ensure that your life for years to come is relatively easy with type 1 diabetes? And I mean, relatively easy. It's not going to be super easy. It's not going to be that there's no hard times ever, but it's just going to be easier for you. And so things, categories that you might want to consider would be how you eat. Because how we eat directly impacts how much insulin we take and how much insulin we take directly impacts our blood sugars. So we want to decide on purpose what's the protocol that you want to follow for how you eat. And if you're willing to do the hard thing of getting that right now, imagine how much easier your life will be when you're 10, 20, 30, 50 years down the line and dealing with end of life stuff. And if you had just changed your diet or your exercise when you're younger, you might not dealing with be dealing with those hard things later. And that can also include learning how to bolus, learning how to change your basal rates, learning how to experiment. We did a whole episode on the scientific method and experimentation. Another one that might make your life easier is fighting for insurance coverage, fighting for the medications and the supplies that will make your life easier. The fight itself can be hard, especially emotionally hard, but it's so worth the payoff of getting those things into your life and getting them covered and getting backup supplies, stuff like that. I mean, it's hard up front, but if we're willing to do that hard work, we can be covered and have an easier time of it for much longer down the line. And then the last uh, one I have here is investing emotional energy into figuring it out now instead of reacting later. A lot of the times we will end up just going with the flow and make it to a situation where we're reacting to something where we could have figured out ahead of time how to do it instead of just letting it go and then having to deal with the the fallout later. I mean, it just goes back to that old saying of an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And we really want to do the ounce of prevention, even though it can feel emotionally harder or emotionally heavier at first. You have any final thoughts on this? Just bite the bullet. Just do the hard thing up front. <laughs> My perspective, try not to drag it out because I can just in the, the long term be more. Oh, see, now I'm doing I can't think of the word that I was trying to literally was on the tip of my tongue, but you're trying to do, I guess, mm-hmm. or you're trying to not do, but just just do it. Don't drag it out. Just do the thing, do the hard thing first, and then the easy stuff comes later. Yeah, and there's a, a book out there called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. I think he said, uh, or maybe it was Mark Twain, who said, if you eat a frog the first thing in the morning, that will be the worst thing you have to do all day. If you get it out of the way, then you're good. And so that's really just doing the hard thing first, and that creates easy things later. So now it is your turn. Think about the ways that you can make type 1 diabetes easier by doing the hard things right now. Remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, 
and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com community. I can't wait to see you there.